We are six women. We are wordsmiths. We are magic. We are curious. We are contradictions. We are wanderers. We are people of many names. We are mind trekkers and story weavers. We are adventurous spirits. We continue to grow. We've been baptized in the font of dream and memory. We are partly truth and partly fiction. I am Gail. I am Joanne. I am Margie. I am Katie. I am Marion. I am Mary. We are the Mystic Order of East Alabama Fiction Writers. Greetings. It's time for another Mystic Order podcast. This is Mystic Mary, the navigator for today's podcast. And before we go any further, let's see who's here today. Who have we got? Oh, hi. I'm Mystic Margie. And I'm the Queen Gale. Oh, the Queen Gale and Margie are here. That means there are three missing mystics. We'll give you guys a second at home to see if you can figure out who they are. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Are we giving a prize for this if somebody figures it out? Yes, if somebody figures it out and tells us on our Facebook page, then we will give them a shout out. Just <laughs> <laughs> the greatest prize imaginable. We'll give them nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, they'll get notoriety and fame. Well, we could send them a sticker. A sticker? I can't find my stickers. I have some. I, I have some. Okay. So who are the missing mystics? Well? No, you can't tell them. Oh, you just have to figure it out. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah. All right, so you guys come up with the missing mystics, and, and we do miss our missing and, and mystics. And we miss them. We miss yeah. them. All right, so to the topic of today's podcast is life hacks. Now, these are mystic life hacks, so they may not be the same as other people's life hacks. Let's talk about but ours our... ours are the best. Of course they're the best. That's why they're the mystic ones. And so one of the life hacks that we all all us mystics and our friends use is to look for mysticism in our weeks. <laughs> so let's talk about, <laughs> did y'all like that? <laughs> yes, well, that segue, well, segue, I was like, segue. segue. <laughs> so that's a mystic life hack right there is find your segue, connect your dots. All right, so who had a mystic week? I had a mystic week. I went to the gorgeous and beautiful Orange Beach, Alabama, which some people that don't live in the South have no idea that Alabama has a beach and we have one a beautiful beach. And Orange Beach is right next to Gulf Shores and I always go to Orange Beach. I will say that because uh, the Gulf there is very close to Mobile Bay, generally the Gulf can be roughed up with a lot of seaweed and flora and fauna. But this week, my week at the beach, it was absolutely glass-like. It was the most beautiful cool. beach I've ever seen at Orange Beach. Lovely. One thing that isn't beautiful, and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but <clears throat> it's just so totally wrong that I want to mention it again. So if anybody has any beach power, they can get this remedied. But that is, on the beaches of Orange Beach and Gulf Shores, they have flagpoles with a flag on it and the flag says leave only your footprints <laughs> <laughs> and flags leave your flags and your flagpoles and flag <laughs> and it's much more disruptive than the plastic people throw on the ground because I, I can walk down the beach and collect that and put it in the trash cans but I can't walk down the beach and collect the flagpoles and put them in the trash can so can Orange Beach whoever you are out there if you have any control over this Please get rid of those. And uh, last off, I want to shout out to C and Suds, which is a restaurant 
And every Friday and Tuesday night, they have all the mullet you can eat. Well, we've realized this time, it's a delicious fried mullet. We realized this time that all the mullet we can eat is the first serving they bring us because we're elderly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was filled up with snowbirds. We went at, not that we're not, but we, well, we aren't because we live in the South, but it was, we decided to go early to miss the crowd. So we went like 435 and we could hardly get a seat. And nobody, <laughs> no one in the room had anything but gray hair or a bald head. <laughs> so you got to go late at night. <laughs> you got to go after the snowbirds. What about you, Margie? Did you have a mystic week? I did, and it was topped off by um, a presentation I did at Tuskegee University, part of a global humanities grant, a grant that I was included in because of Queen Gale. Oh, right. <laughs> who happens to swim with the woman, Rhonda Collier, I Dr. Know, Rhonda I know people. Yeah, <laughs> who, who wrote the grant, and she was talking to Gail and said, do you know any art people in case I have to have one if I get the grant? And Gail said, oh, yeah, Margie, she's pretty perfect. But so it was right. for international art. It is. It's, 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 it was a global. Anyway, I've worked on this presentation for a couple of months because I was so nervous about it. But it, it was like an hour and a half of a, a, and it was great. I mean, not that my presentation was great, but it was well received and um, I'm getting paid for it. Yay. So, so, yeah. And you're an international person. So yeah. you can, t you've taught, <laughs> name some of the places you've taught art. Oh, I've taught London, Madrid, Italy, Montepulciano, Greece, uh, Finland, uh, Finland, Chile, uh, St. Petersburg, Russia. Yeah, I, I used to be with the European Council of the University of Georgia. So I taught abroad every summer from 1999 to 2017 when I retired. But anyway, the Tuskegee is great, and um, all the professors there, they were all kind of interdisciplinary. And I met their art professor, whose name is Bruce Phillips, who's just a really nice guy. And his compliment on my presentation meant a lot to me because he said, you've you know, introduced me to artists that I wasn't aware of. And I said, well, you know, it's so hard to keep up, you know, mm -hmm. if you're a teaching and working in art you know it's an there's so many artists you could yeah have talked about did you get to see speaking of art did you get to see the paul rudolph chapel no i didn't while i would i mean i rode on the outside but i will go back down there and see it i mean it's gorgeous on the outside and paul rudolph is an auburn graduate right and I, his his one of his sons nate rudolph was in my art classes at, when i was a freshman really he was real cute and the chapel's in tuskegee in Tuskegee, on the campus. Have you seen it? It sounds like a mystic road trip. Yeah, yeah. we ought, if we go on the mystic road trip, we'll also go to uh, visit, um, wait for it, this professor there, and I'll think of his name, that will show us all this memorabilia. Okay. Like, the thing he showed me that I like the most, other than the meter that um, that Carter found, a great big, huge meter, I guess it fell from space. Meteor. 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 <laughs> Meteor. <laughs> Barking Sorry. meter, like Sorry. three feet. Meteor. Sorry, and but anyway, it, I want to see that meteor. Um, and now I'm trying to think of the professor's name. But my favorite thing he showed me was some coffee beans that a student from Africa brought to Carter for, in exchange for tuition to Tuskegee, and they were nice. accepted. And they've got the coffee beans in oh, this, nice. <laughs> like Jack of the Magic beans. Yeah, so it's a little and, small, and saw, small museum. Yeah, his birth home, yeah. George Washington Carter. Yeah. I mean, it's his somewhere he lived, he and his wife lived, but, and they do give tours of that. Mm, Not yeah. so much. Oh, and I should say, at Tuskegee University, every single person wears a mask 
on campus. But what, it's, uh, isn't it, it isn't, George, who, whose museum? It's the Washington Museum, not the Carter Museum. No, the Carver. House. George Washington Carver. The house but, you tour, though, isn't it? Well, one house is his, his house where he lived. Oh, okay. As, well, we need to go because I need to remember all this stuff right, now. Right, right. The last time I did a tour was probably 15 years ago. Anyway, it's a beautiful chapel. Well, my Mystic Week, other than seeing my mystical granddaughters who are so precious, is um, Petey got out of the house one day and barked and barked and barked, and this nice man brought him back and then volunteered to do some yard work, and we... We, let, we hired him to clear out some stuff behind the teepee. But first, I went back there to make sure I was not going to let him cut over the planted longleaf pine that our teepee friend Joseph and his wife Aiden planted back there. So I found it. Found the little longleaf pine seedling, and I covered it up with a little grill. And they cleared and cleared and did some yard work, and that was great. And then teepee Joe came back and thanked me for sa- salvaging the seedling. And then... <laughs> said to me the other day, I have some news. That was just a clump of grass. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the so long leaf. I very carefully salvaged a little clump of grass. Well, what but, about the long leaf well, pine? Well, we can't, I, I looked and looked. We can't find it. They actually planted others. So anyway, we're hoping they're sending those little tap roots down. So anyway, if you need any grass salvaged, let me know. That was my mystic week. So things are pretty bad at my, at Chez Moi. <laughs> If that was my mystic week, <laughs> we finished watching Breaking Bad, so my brain is, you know, we rewatched the whole thing, so my brain is broken. My brain is too. I went, so. I got up this morning at 4.30 and went to the pool, came home, went to Tai Chi, barely beat you here from Tai Chi, Marky was there. I was at Tai Chi And too. I'm still, you know, no, no, just kind of blank-minded. I've got notes, though. Well, it's a good thing that our topic is life hacks, because it sounds like we all need them. So we're going to share life hacks. Some of them we might have read on our cell phones late at night instead of trying to get to sleep, and some of them we may have come up with on our own and just employ them on a regular basis. So um, we don't have a real strict format. We're just going to chat. Okay. Who's got a life hack that needs sharing, and then we're going to decide after you share if we think it's a good one or not. I want to go with the... uh, My first one. Okay. All the mystics today are wearing my life hack, and it's the adult bib. (laughs) It's very nice. Although I'm not serving food. And it it actually has a tag on it that says the gale. Mm -hmm. But these bibs are made out of rising cloths if you that you put over bread when rising you can get them at your famous wall markets <laughs> and and i think they're a dollar each and you run a shoestring through one of the hymns and voila you have an adult bib and all of you people out there who are laughing right <laughs> at this point i want to tell you some of the things that you can use them for best is if you're on a trip and you're eating while driving and I can guarantee you whatever you're eating is going to be on your clothes and yep. you're going somewhere nice. But if you have the adult bib, that will not happen. Ding, ding, ding. It uh, covers your whole body. Yeah, they're big. <laughs> and if you are all dressed up and ready to go to, say, a formal affair and you forgot to brush your teeth and it's time to brush your teeth, <laughs> <laughs> put on your adult bib and brush away and don't forget to floss. <laughs> I do want to add that when you sit, the adult bib covers your lap as well as your torso. That's right. It's and quite that's, large. That brings me to the next good way to use your adult bib. Mm-hmm. If you are trimming your nails. <laughs> and, 
Go ahead. <laughs> and your so your wife is aggravated at, at vacuuming up your nails. <laughs> then what you can do is trim your nails and file them with your adult bib on, and then pick up the bottom and walk outside and let go of the bottom, and that's the cleanup too. Do you just like poof when you get like poof sometimes? Shish them away. Yes. How, how did you know I did that? <laughs> let, it, let it go. Let it go. Let the clippings go. Um. Also, if you trim your beard, you can do it with the adult bib and Ooh. all the hairs are caught there. If you're cutting your, your husband's hair, you can turn the adult bib backwards and get all that hair on the adult bib rather than the T-shirt he's wearing. <laughs> so, I, uh, and last but not least, I cook in mine because I dry my hands on it. And then because they're 100% cotton, I just throw them in with a little bleach and they look beautiful just like new. And that's my life hack. <laughs> We've got more uses for adult bibs. Yeah, I have seen you dust with your adult <laughs> I have too. I've seen her walk right by a trinket and go, I oh, have, this needs dusting and pick it up and dust it. I have not blown my nose on the adult bibs. No, so they're my it. limits. So another thing you can do with the adult bib that Gail demonstrated is if somebody knocks on your door and they can see in your house and you don't want to see them, you can cover your head. <laughs> when you're a dull bib, you become invisible. And also, we're recording this right before Halloween. You could cover your head with it and be a ghost. Yeah, that's right. You can actually do it around your head and let yeah. it fall down. Yeah, you could drape it. A ghost. Well, let yeah. me say that my son, the Mystic Prince, has a podcast, and they talk about, they call it mom's adult blanket, and they laugh at me about it. Mm-mm. But then I will say that the Mystic Prince has southern fried chicken all over the front of his shirt half the time Mm -hmm. he should be wearing is the gale yeah that's right another thing you can do which i'm real keen on because i've been watching breaking bad is if you commit a crime and you have to wipe up your fingerprints ta-da you just wipe them up with your adult bib that's right you know before you throw the gun over and i wish you could see how they are how attractive they are on my my mystic sisters margie has on her gift for today an adult bib and mary has on her adult bib so they're pretty mary would need to do a tiktok with the adult bibs. we do okay so that is an excellent mystic life hack so what do y'all think we should rate it one is useless five four is excellent one through four what do you rate the adult bib Margie? i would do a, a four plus a four plus gail what do you rate your own i'd give bib? it a five a five out of four mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna definitely give it a you know four to five it, the only reason I can't give it a five out of four is you have to remember to put it on. That's true. I, I just leave. <laughs> I just leave a permanent knot in mine and pull it over my head. But the d- disadvantage of that is sometimes you'll you'll get food on your turtleneck if you're a big slob. Oh dear. So if you tie it loosely, though, you can just you know repeat, repeat. But tell us about where you get the shoestrings because you know. The shoestrings are an investment. So where do you get the shoestrings, Gail? Well, I was going to the ball markets. But for some reason in Auburn, and this defies my imagination, they were $10.98 for a set of white shoestrings. Size 40, by the way, audience. If you want to try this on your own, you can. But maybe and perhaps if you can name the three missing mystics, maybe you'll get one in the mail. <laughs> Some shoestrings? <laughs> no, the mystics. The whole thing. The whole People have started giving me white shoestrings. And in fact, last night at the art gallery, someone said, 
were you looking for white shoestrings? And he pulls them out of his pocket and hands it to me cool. at the art show. Now, that's a mystic moment. It, well, yes, yes. But I have so many. I just yeah. had to limit my mystic moments. Okay. All right. Well, let's see. That was an excellent, excellent life hack. And you know, Margie, you could wear these adult bibs a lot when you're painting. That kind of thing. Yes, they're yeah. excellent. They're better yeah. than a um, kind of apron. They're kind of like a human drop cloth. They are. That's right. All right. What's your What's your life hack? Well, this today? one, it, this one I use and travel all the time, and this is one that I've actually used when you when you're traveling and you're washing things out by hand, like your underwear or whatever, and it, you know it's hard to dry because you can wring it and wring it and it won't dry. Mm-hmm. But what you do is you take a towel and you put it on the floor and you lay out after you've wrung your underwear or whatever bathing suit, and then you roll it up in the towel and then you stomp on it. You You stomp, 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 and when you take it out, it's almost dry. You can just what do you do again? You stomp on it. Like can you you repeat the steps again? Stomp, stomp. No, no, the stomp, stomp part. Okay, Okay. roll the towel up. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to hear you say stomp, stomp. And then when you got it all rolled up, let's do it together. Stomp, 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 stomp. Nobody's going to listen to this because we're stupid. And then when you unroll the towel, you have almost dry underwear, whatever, socks, but you do have a wet towel. That's, That's okay. Only, it's their problem. Only drawback, but it really, really works. Okay. Uh, this is better than my hair dryer trick. What's your hair dryer trick? The same thing. Put it on a towel and dry your underwear that you've just washed Oh, off. yeah. I use the hair dryer. I saw but I can also use the stomp about drying, drying hair online where the woman put her sweater over her head and then she stuck a hair dryer into the sleeve of the sweater. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> Why not just dry your hair? Because it like fluffed up like a hair So dryer. Oh, so it's like one of the old-fashioned hair dryers where you put the cap on it? Uh-huh, but it was her sweater. So she used and a she sweater. she kind of wrapped it around with like one arm out and put the hair dryer Nice. So let's write the um, stomp, stomp, stomp. What are you going to give the stomp, stomp, stomp? Well, because I'm going to use it, I'm forced to give it a four. Well, I'll give it a four. I'll give it a four, even though I don't know if I'll ever get to travel again. Okay. And what about the hair drying sweater with a hair dryer? No, no. <laughs> no, no. Let's not write that one. Okay. Well, I have curly hair, so I'm always trying to figure out how to deal with it. And um, there's a lot of weird things that people with curly hair do to dry their hair. And one of them is to put a sieve over your head and dry it through a sieve. <laughs> Yeah, because you know you could get electrocuted that way, can't you? And you know you're supposed to. I don't know. I'm not very good with hair and stuff, but that was a curly hair. That reminds me of the Green Mile. Yeah, yeah. We'd be electrocuted with that sieve on your head. Yeah, I guess. Okay, I don't have very many life hacks. I've got one really good one. Surround yourself with interesting people. That's it. Oh, yeah. Then you don't have to be interesting. That's my life hack. That's, yeah. Yeah, but you got to be interesting, too. Well, you got to be interesting enough so that they'll hang out with you. (laughs) So they'll come over to your house. Maybe you can be quietly interesting. Yeah, you can be subtly interesting, which, by the way, none of y'all are. Y'all are all just outwardly interesting. So I hang out with you, and I'm going to give myself a four on that life hack. Oh, I'm giving you a four. I'm giving you a four, too. Four. Good. Okay, well, my next life hack is is you're going to have to listen out there now, audience, and that is I'm going to tell you how to hang a picture or two pictures or four pictures or five pictures and get them all straight on the wall and exactly where you want them. Oh, good. I need this life hack. And the first thing you do is you buy some newsprint. 
And newsprint, if you're going to, you can, you know, if you're moving because you're downsizing because you're elderly, then you can go to the U-Haul store and buy for $10 a box of already cut newsprints to wrap up your dishes in. But, and I do that, but I also buy it for hanging my pictures. And I recently got from a wonderful artist that's a state, some tiles. And there I got, I think, five of them. And I wanted to hang them, but it's hard to just hammer nails in a wall five times and get them all wrong. So what you do is you take your newsprint and you put your picture on top of it and including the frame, all of it on top, and then you draw a line around it and cut out a piece of newsprint the size of the picture you're going to put on the wall. A template. A template. Very good. I wish I'd said that. <laughs> but And then what you do is you measure on your original picture where the nail needs to be. So you'll pull the wire up and see where it comes and usually... I use a ruler because I'm ADHD, but I put a dot. Well, first of all, excuse me, let me go back to the first thing. You fold your uh, template over so you've got to open it back up and you have a line where the very center of your picture is. You take a pencil and you put a dot where the nail needs to go. If you're hanging a lot of pictures, you've got to write on your template the name of the picture or you'll won't know which picture goes where when you get ready. The other thing you need for this, you need three things. You need your newsprint, you need a pencil, and you need blue painter's tape because it will not take the paint off the wall when you put the paper up. So, and you also should write the word bottom at the bottom so you don't <laughs> accidentally hang your paper upside down. And then you can put all your, do all your pictures this way. And you can put them, it doesn't matter what size, and I've got my mystics get to see. That's a big one. How big your picture can be. And this picture must have been of woods because uh, that's what I wrote on it. I also put the word bottom on it so I can glance up at them on the wall and see that I've got them going the right way. And you put, I put mine on the floor and look at them, and I have kind of a good idea where I want them. But I tape all these templates on the wall. And then I spend the next good hour moving them around because I hate my original idea and it doesn't look good with the furniture under it, <coughs> the right size. So I tape them on the wall, and when I get them where I want them, I take nails and hammer the template on the dot into the wall. And then I take my first picture. And I can take that template down if you do it one picture at a time. But if you take all the templates down, you don't know which one goes where. So I just hammer right through the template paper. Then I'll put the picture on it and then just reach under it and pull the paper and tear it off. When you get through, your pictures are absolutely straight because you know where the middle was, and they're absolutely where you want them. And you don't have a million holes in your wall where you had to move it up a quarter of an inch or down a quarter of an inch, and exactly. sometimes your holes are bumping into each other, so you have to just absolutely, absolutely Absol move your picture. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I absolutely hope to get it right. Well, my husband in the summer had to paint houses because we were school teachers and they're paid pitifully. And so in order to be able to travel and so forth, we both had extra jobs. And so we don't hammer nails in our wall unless we're absolutely sure where they uh -huh. go. I'm giving it a four, Gail. Good. Yeah. Next time too. I hang a picture. And I've got a roll of newsprint. A roll. Yeah, that'll do. That's <laughs> that's fine. You, so I saw this life hack about, you know how when you're hanging your picture and you're trying to hold your hand up there and get that 
wired right over that hook and it's hard sometimes to get it right on the hook. I saw some kind of life hack about how you can slide some kind of little thing down there and do it for you, but I forgot it. And that's my problem with every life hack I ever hear. I forget them. Yeah, me too. So, because when you said we were doing life hacks, I had no idea what that was because mm-hmm. I'm quite elderly and I'm not up with the latest things. So, I went online to see what life hacks were. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've forgotten every one I read. <laughs> I'm a sucker for them. I read them all the time and I either think that's stupid or that's brilliant and I forget them all. So, therefore, I just go around hacked up. All right. One that I saw that was very funny you could use an unused treadmill that you never used yeah as a um conveyor belt for what <laughs> to convey what <laughs> you can hook it up to your pickup truck that's filled with locks and then turn it on turn it on and then let the logs roll down it into a pile okay so i could load the 500 pound i'm giving that a one belt. i'm giving that a one into the truck i don't own to convey the rocks from one <laughs> the back of the truck you could kill other. somebody that way I'm definitely giving that a one i thought it was fairly hurtful. you know what i think one should do with all those bicycles that um you don't you know, you buy an exercise bike and you never use it. Yeah. yeah. And there's just millions of them at yard sales. Spe- and not anymore. The smaller ones, now they're big and you can't use those. But if you see the smaller ones, you should buy every one of them and spray paint them a different color and take them to Burning Man for your art exhibit. Oh, okay. Well, that, that implies you're going to Burning, Burning Man. Man. <laughs> well, of course you're going to Burning Man. Are you going Man. to Burman, <laughs> Burning I'm, Man? I go every year. <laughs> I don't, I'm kind of intrigued by Burning Man, but it, I think it, it's a bit much for me at this it, age. It's, it's changed because I've never been, but it, it's changed because um, you have to pay now to go. You, uh-huh. you barter when you're there. Uh-huh. But a friend of mine's daughter's partner has made a film about Burning Man. That's pretty awesome. And I, and I have friends that go. A lot mm-hmm. of people I talk with would go every year because they're, they're, their sons or daughters were artists, uh-huh. and they would go. But I mean, it's out in the middle of the desert. Right, they ride around naked and wear costumes. And okay, let me say I lied. With lots of bright, <laughs> weird lights. I've watched several documentary things about Burning Man, and oh, some and of it the looks, sculptures some of it was really awesome. cool they, looking. But oh, I think I'd rather just watch. Since I lied, I will say though that one of my very best friends goes every year, and then he reports back to me. Uh-huh. So you feel and like he wanted to know what I would do if I was, you know, putting up an art thing at Burning Man. And some of them, or I don't know how they get all that stuff out to the desert. I don't either. They have tractor trailers. I mean, they really, I mean, they they are really incredible. Yeah, they're really into it. And but like, I just thought everybody at Burning Man could get exercise while they were there on this art project. So. Maybe we could get the bicycles hooked up to a generator. And they could generate <laughs> their own electricity for some of those electrical light shows. Because aren't they off the grid? I think so. And there's a lot of light shows. So I think I think buying these bicycles, painting them, hooking them up to generators, and taking them out to Burning Man is, <laughs> is an excellent life hack. What I love what I love about this is Mary doesn't travel. <laughs> I used to. We can um, use those conveyor belts on pickup trucks to move the bike from one end to the other. <laughs> <laughs> I knew they'd be used for my conveyor belt. <laughs> I want to say one other thing. My friend who goes to Burning Man asked me, who never has been to Burning Man, what he could take to Burning Man to barter. And so I really gave it some serious thought, and I thought, well, 
you need sunglasses if you're in the desert. So I went to all these yard sales and bought multiple sunglasses, and we decided we were going to decorate them. Mm-hmm. And so we got things like barrettes with Bart on them, you know, and glued them to the sunglasses or whatever, feathers. We had all kind of these sunglasses. But you decorated them? Yeah, we decorated them. They were very funky and very cool. What we didn't know is when he got the sunglasses, these plastic sunglasses in the desert, all the decorations (laughs) (laughs) melted. Well, they either melted or they just kind of curled around the sunglasses. Well, that sounds like it could be a very kind of psychedelic experience, kind of like Dali, you know, just the melting uh, feathers. I could tell my friend was very disappointed in me because I had failed him. But then I suggested for his art project, the bicycles, which he said, how am I going to get them there? Well, now we know. That's going to be your belt <laughs> Good. You got to tell him. I want to shout out to that friend, Hans Paul. And so now I'll know if you listen to my podcast That's or right, you're just Hans. lying to me. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a hack because it, and I just thought of it from um, you talking about bartering. This, if you go to Africa, I've got a life hack for bartering because when I went to Africa, we stayed in tents. See, I used to travel extensively. I've been a lot of places. And everybody brought little doodads from home they thought they might want. One girl brought her Maybelline makeup collection. It was called the Safari Collection of Makeup. And she also brought her Hot Rollers, which we had no power, so I'm not sure what she was going to do with them. A lot of people brought cigarettes. Some people brought really good chocolate. I brought Stridex medicated pads to wipe my face down every night because we only had half a cup of water a day. So at the end of the day, did you drink your half a cup of water? I use it to wash my brush my teeth. I have to drink water. I have to drink a lot of water. Yeah, we had we had a little bit of water with our meals, but we had a half a cup of just do what you want to with water. So some of the guys would shave, some of them wouldn't. I would use it to brush my teeth or whatever. But at the end of the day, my Stridex medicated pads were the hottest bargaining chip out there because you know nobody had thought to bring them. So there's my hack. I got lots of cigarettes and lots of really good chocolate and beer for the price of a Stridex medicated pad. Well, I think... Did you smoke those cigarettes? Yeah, I used to smoke until I was 23, until I got pregnant. From, that's, you know, 16 to I 23. I was 26 when I quit, yeah. when I got pregnant. I think that I would take the gale. The gale? The bib. Okay. To think of all you could use it for. No, just to use in, in Africa. Yeah. You know, you could wipe the sweat off your face. You could brush yeah. your teeth with the adult bib. Mm-hmm. You could wear it over your head. To keep from, from sunburning. Sun. That's right. Yeah, we didn't sweat very much because of the dry. So dry. Because it's so dry. So um, let's go back and rate some of these things. What are we going to rate our bring the bicycle exhibit to Burning Man using the <laughs> conveyor pickup truck and to generate <laughs> electricity hack? Uh, definitely four. A four? I, I'm giving it a four for the amusement value. Okay. I'm only going to give it a three because I'm probably not going to actually go to Burning Man. Yeah. But y'all and also, go and take the pictures. Also, you probably aren't going to run around to yard sales and buy exercise Yeah, I'm bikes. actually not going to do any. <laughs> you, could, you, could probably, but you could probably go on next door and uh-huh. just ask for the old ones and they yeah. put them all in your yard like they did the toilets in the book The Hell. Yeah. Well, I have an, an old conveyor belt, I mean, a walking machine, treadmill. treadmill in my house, and it's like the, the best one ever. It's like super expensive, and it, it's all, it's just... Do you dry your clothes on We it? don't even do that anymore. I folded it up as small as I could get folded, which is still 
absolutely enormous and pushed it, shoved it into a corner. So who else has one of those shoved into a corner in their house? They need to be donated. Uh, you did. Everybody tell We're Joe so Dansack right now to get rid of that thing that he thinks he's going to use someday. Even though he walks three miles a day at Kiesel Park, we, he cannot bring himself to get rid of the treadmill. That doesn't work. <clears throat> the thing I kept forever, the exercise equipment, was the rowing machine. Oh, yeah. And I, I did row for a while, but now it's gone. You know, they say that about boats, that the happiest and the saddest day of your life is getting a boat, and the saddest day of your life is getting a boat. <laughs> <laughs> and the happiest day is when you get rid of it. Yeah. And so uh, I think that about exercise equipment. Mm-hmm. A lot of hope there. There's a lot of hope. Yeah. Do you remember the ones that you just stood on and strapped a big wide strap around your bottom oh, and it would just shake? It? You could just shake the fat <laughs> I mean, I was a little young for those, that but like some of my a, mama's friends had them. And is I that like them. an S&M kind of thing? I, I think at the time you used it when you were drying your hair. <laughs> <laughs> drying my hair? Like you could put those hose, those vacuum cleaner hose things and put the bonnets like we were talking about a minute ago on your head. And then you could sit on your shaking machine and you could get thin and have pretty hair at the same time. Oh, all right then. Okay. Well, one one that I saw that I thought was cool, you know, if you ever come across a bottle that's not a twist-off, I saw this girl open the bottle by using chopsticks that were were not broken apart, and she turned them around the other way. Of course, you have to carry some unopened, (laughs) (laughs) unsplit. You just gotta have those. Those things are really lightweight and like box They're very lightweight, and so what she did was she just put that other end that's together and just hit it. Uh-huh. And the bottle cap just popped off. Okay, so... I'm not for- doing it. I'm giving that a one. <laughs> you forget your bottle cap opener, but it's okay because you've got your, your chopsticks. chopsticks. I'm giving it. that a one. I'm giving it a one too, but I'm going to try it first. I have a lot of chopsticks mm-hmm. that are you know, wooden ones that are not open. I'm giving them. mine away for uh, Halloween treats. <laughs> <laughs> Your chopsticks? I don't know if you noticed when you came in, I made a little yeah, Halloween basket. It's cute. And it's got all the chopsticks that they gave me at <laughs> restaurants that I refused. I, I've got a bunch of fortune cookies. Yeah, drawer. give them away at Halloween. <laughs> Can I give away all those little plastic spoons that come with a napkin and a little fork and yeah. spoon and salt and pepper? Yeah. Can I give those away? Because I feel bad throwing them away, but I never use them. You don't use them in your after school? program no because i give them to teachers when kids bring a lunch and forget their utensils, yeah. utensils. well here's a life hack I hey, read. that was a life hack there you go let's I, give, I'll it give it two two yeah <laughs> whatever <laughs> <laughs> maybe one and a half <laughs> maybe 1.5 <laughs> i saw a really good life <laughs> this one's from idiots <laughs> it's for idiots <laughs> promise you this is what the life hack said. It said squint your eyes when you're getting your picture taken awesome. to look more natural. <laughs> like you're really happy. <laughs> you're squinting your eyes, Mary. That's because I'm really happy. Okay, so. You I better, think, nobody heard that. I would like all of our listeners to take pictures before and after of themselves. One with just regular eyes and one with squinty eyes. I'll give that one a zero. <laughs> I'm crying a little bit, but I have my adult bib on so I can wipe my tears <laughs> that I'm crying from laughter. Oh my goodness. Okay, so squinty eyes is getting a what? Zero? 
Yes, a zero. Margaret, what do you give squinty your eyes? When you My get your eyes are squinty anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Giving it a four. I don't, I don't even have to try. If my eyes get any more squinty, I will, I will be able <laughs> I to qualify for the Medicare. Have your epicanthic folds sewn up, uh-huh. you know. So um, yeah, I've already got squinty eyes. That's why my pictures are uh-huh. always gorgeous, uh, gorgeous, gorgeous. I've got a really good one about photographing okay. yourself underwater with your iPhone. <laughs> yeah, you have to buy a new iPhone, That's you right. idiot. My, no, my iPhone won't do this that. Is, this is what the first okay. Had. They had a deep sink, and so they put their iPhone in a clear glass uh-huh. in the water, but not <laughs> under the water, and then they put their head <laughs> in the sink. <laughs> you know, I will understand totally. Why did they do that? Because they wanted to show themselves... <laughs> Underwater. (laughs) Why didn't they they put themselves in the glass then? (laughs) They wanted their hair to be floating around. (laughs) (laughs) Like a mermaid. (laughs) Listen, I want to say to the mystic audience, (laughs) I want to say to the mystic audience that if you don't listen to this podcast all the way through, I understand totally. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so is that like for influencers? (laughs) Yes. Okay, so we are not. No. Okay, so so you put the okay. iPhone in a jar. Oh, please. You stick your head in the sink. Uh-huh. And then you, well, Do you, you put a timer on Yeah, you have the timer on. And oh, okay. So you're you're filming yourself. I swear, y'all, I'm going to try this. Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, you could actually do it. In you could die from this. But you, you have to have... This person just had a deep sink, and so the... The thing that the, it was like a vase that the iPhone was in, <laughs> and it could see through. And then the person stuck their face in. How oh do you gosh. take the picture though? You put it on a timer. You put it on a timer. Oh, a timer! I got you. <laughs> I can't wait to see what our pictures will look like under the water. <laughs> I, I am okay. My heart. Hurts. I'm afraid I will die doing this like Houdini. <laughs> this is how Houdini died. Tried to take his picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so I'm giving that one a one. <laughs> I, I'd probably give it a. I'd give it a two to try. Uh-huh. I, I'm going to uh-huh. give it a two because it's laughable. Okay. Oh, another one that I saw that was really funny. It was quick. Go Couple ahead. Take doing, your time. Doing things on their computer, and they wanted, they had a beach scene, uh-huh. and they wanted to look like their knees were up on the beach. You know, they were looking through their knees oh, uh-huh. onto the beach. Yeah, so that picture. So they used two hot dogs. I love that one. I love <laughs> it. Two little hot dogs. <laughs> and a picture of the beach. And, and a picture of the beach. I thought that was And did it say, living my best life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the hot dogs. With the hot dogs. I, I like that one. I'm giving it a four. Okay. Well, I hate to go back to my serious life hacks to help people because mm-hmm. they're not funny. They might be. Tries out. No, they're not. But I, I, I brought visual aids for the mystics and my next hack is if i go to say a two-hour party and i wear some something extravagant and beautiful and it does not need washing because i didn't sweat in it and i didn't do work and i didn't clean up i just went to the party and looked beautiful well when i come home i always think do i wash this outfit that is really perfectly clean so I used to always wash them, and then I, then I realized I was ruining these outfits from washing them all the time. So what I do is, yes, I hang it up, but I take <clears throat> a ponytail. Are these things called squeezies or squishies or... Scrunchies, maybe? Scrunchies, yeah. And I hang it on the hanger, 
And then I put the outfit up, and then I know each one that's been worn before just oh. by looking up. So like last night before I went to the art show, I looked up at the my black pants organized, and I, there was one with, with a little ponytail thingy, thingy hanging on the <laughs> hanger. So I thought, I'm going to wear those. So I wore them. For the second time, and then it's time to put them in the wash. I noticed oh those goodness. are different colors. Do you color code your wearing? I would like to. In, <coughs> in my earlier days, when I had to have everything lined up, I'd even wipe off the petals of my plants in the house. I've gotten over that now with a lot of help from my psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now I just uh, slip one of these on. I just keep wearing my clothes forever until my jeans are too baggy, and then... I hang my shirts back up, but I always sniff under the armpits to see if there's any. <laughs> Please don't smell. share. Please and, don't share. And if it smells, I throw it in the wash. Well, I lost my sense of smell, so oh, I can't do yeah. that. That doesn't work then. The sniff mm-hmm. test doesn't work. No. Mm. Oh, I've got another good one. Wait, we didn't rate this. Let's write oh, it. I'm sorry to write. Yeah, I'm not going to use that one because I use my sniff test and my wear them forever. So it's just going to stay at a one for me personally. But for you, if you lose your sense of smell mm-hmm. because of COVID or something, I think it's a four. Because think of all of the ways people are going to have to cope without being able to Every smell. once in a while, my sense of smell comes back. Mm-hmm. Is it startling? It, it is. And the first time it did come back, and last week I had it for like two days. It was so much fun. I washed my hands over and over with my favorite soap. That pine-scented soap? <laughs> yes. Mrs. Myers? Yes. Hey, do y'all remember Lady and the Tramp? And there's this sure. big secret about Rusty's lost, Trusty. Trusty's lost his sense of smell. Trusty's the bloodhound, and oh. he'd lost his sense of smell, and all the dogs knew, and they had to keep it a secret because he acted like he still had it. No, I don't remember this in any way. That's oh, okay. a very important sense to yeah. a dog. They smell What are you writing the... Um, Hanger thing. She gave it oh. a oh oh. I I gave the hanger thing. I give it a three. I yeah. probably would never do that. You wouldn't. Well, just because you I should do it because you wear your products. I know I do. There you go. I do. It's here. They, I'm gonna give if, you some. If they have the tags cut out, then I've worn the <laughs> the, the big tags. I, I have one about cleaning real quick that I have not tried. Go for it. You you if you have a metal thing you need to clean, you cover it in ketchup. No, I won't be doing that. Wait, the ketchup is a solvent or something? Yeah, the ketchup, you squirt it all over, and then you let it it sit a minute, and then you wipe it off, and voila. It's like like a metal pan or a metal piece of art? Like a faucet. Oh, like your faucet? Like your your stainless steel? Yeah. Weird. Like, they don't recommend that for my fancy stainless steel oven. I think I'm just going to keep squirting on my windex. It's just like your, um, I wouldn't use it in the oven, but I would do it. Like, I want to try it on one of the the faucets in my bathroom, you know, because they get kind of... How about your sterling silver? Well, I haven't tried it on silver. (laughs) I'm not going to write that one at all until you've tried it, but I don't see what would be better about that than just your regular cleaning products. Well, probably not, but everybody has... It's way more fun. Yeah, but mine's organic. I'm not going to... It probably won't clean as well (laughs) as the bad stuff. Uh, And another one, banana with shaving cream to remove a scratch on your car. Wait, a banana with shaving cream? Well, what you do, you put the shaving cream on your scratch on your car. (laughs) Uh I'm going to use this on the scratch of my car backing out of your driveway. (laughs) Okay, wait a minute. Okay, it's got the scratch that's got dirt in it, Mm -hmm. you know. I'm sure you could just clean it with Dawn, but I'm going to try squirt it with shaving cream. Yeah. And then take a banana peel and mm-hmm. rub the banana peel on to get it off. And okay. that's supposed to polish it. I want to know how that okay, works. Okay, so you let us know. I it, will. I'm not writing it because it, <clears throat> it might not work, but okay. 
And one of my hacks that I particularly like. Oh, did you write that? The banana peel? I'm going to wait till Margie's done. Yeah, okay. I'm going to wait till I'm serious about this it. now. I like this a lot, and that's because I'm trying to keep my carbon footprint small in my lifetime. And there are some ways I haven't been successful with that. But one thing I do is I keep a plastic pitcher that I bought at yard sales. They were 50 cents each by my bathroom faucets and my kitchen faucet. And while I'm waiting for the water to get warm to take a shower, I collect all that water in my pitcher, and that's what I water my plants with. I'm giving it a four because I saw you do it the other day. So I started doing it, and I used it, and then I did it again, and somebody else used the water, and I think they might have thought it was filtered water. So I'm going to have to tell the people in my household that, of course, I drink unfiltered water, but, you know. I do, too. I I got a little tip for watering plants. If you have some that are kind of, you know, don't have to be watered that much, if you just take two ice cubes every two weeks and put it in the soil, that will water. That's the famous orchid tree. Yeah, that was actually, someone gave me an orchid. And let me say to my friends out there, please don't give me a plant that I have to take care of. I've got one in the house that I brought in called a Ming tree, and it's absolutely beautiful. But I had nowhere to put it. So instead of have I've had... That's why you have all these extra chairs at the table. That's where my chairs were. And I've got a whole other plant that's got to come in. So don't give me a plant. But I, someone gave me an orchid, and it actually said that on the tag. Yeah. I got it off of a tag of something I bought at <laughs> Some kind of plant. I saw a great one that I thought was great for, um, I'll never use it, but after Thanksgiving, when you're giving away all your little leftovers to buy those tr- um disposable muffin tin like you would cook muffins in mm-hmm. aluminum aluminum and freeze them in there well not freeze them but just give everybody a little muffin tin thing oh it's, yeah and so that they can take little you know rather than taking home oh that's four a tupperware, great that's a great idea put them in a muffin cooker aluminum muffin cooker what and they can just put their yeah, little and then bits they just take put the top on and go and everybody's got and then you stick it in the oven well, take your cranberry sauce out. I love that one. Isn't that good? I like that, too. I like that, too. If we do Thanksgiving at my house this year, I'll do that. Or well, anytime you're serving a big meal. Or I'll give you can that use a, them for condiments. I'm giving that a four. Me yeah. Too. And you can use them. Use those for your picnic condiments I saw the well. picture of that in some magazine. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty smart. Well, I've got a kind of a party trick. And mm-hmm. that is when I'm making little party sandwiches, like you cut the crust off. Or if I make even a sandwich sandwich and I'm taking it to work, I cover it in a very slightly wet paper towel and it keeps the bread soft. Uh-huh. And if you're going to take a whole bunch of those sandwiches to a party just cover it take your paper towel and wring out all the water you've put in it and light keeps it very nice i do that sometimes for my salad so i'll think about that for my sandwiches because sometimes i bring little sandwiches i i've never thought of that for salad there we go we're just trading life hacks right now i know i hope i remember it though yeah i know I have a few fire-starting tricks. Oh, I might have the same ones. Go ahead. What you got? This one I I saw that I thought was quite ingenious. Of course, you do have to be kind of prepared. You have to have a handheld pencil sharpener. (laughs) (laughs) But I do, since I'm an artist. Yeah. So when you're out in the woods, you get these little sticks, and then you sharpen them in the pencil sharpener. So you have all these little uh, weapons, wood, wood chips. Okay? This is a start the fire. And then, <clears throat> you, of course, you have your chewing gum that's wrapped in aluminum foil, and you get a double A battery, 
and you do the <laughs> fold the aluminum in the, in the t- <laughs> okay fold. Well, you could just break oh, Mary. We're not going to be be able to use this I'm hack. Sorry, this is ridiculous. Okay. Keep going. You hold the battery, and you you fold the the aluminum foil so you can put aluminum foil on each end of the battery. Right. And current. then you hold that to those wood chips and they burst into flames. You can, Yeah, okay. If you bring all that stuff... The Why don't you just bring a match? Well, if you ran out of matches. <laughs> but you yeah. happen to have a battery. But you happen to have a battery, a wood chip, wood chipper. You can also... Now, the Boy Scouts actually do this and I did it by mistake in a classroom not knowing what would happen. Uh, we were just seeing what would conduct electricity and we used... Um, the stuff you clean with, uh, yeah. steel wool. Oh yeah, and it bursts into flames. So if you if you carry steel wool with a battery, yes, if you connect both ends of your battery to a piece of steel wool, it will it'll it'll ignite. burn. It'll go will into it, flames. Will it burn your hand because you haven't gotten it yes. back far enough? Yes, but it's a fire starting starting hack. Yeah, so that's, I'm taking matches, girls, well, and also <laughs> coat your matches in nail polish, and then they, if they get wet, they'll still strike. That so, was one okay. Well, these are for you survivalists. Can you? You have to leave a little bit to strike, right? You can't have them all be ruby red. Well, they could be clear polish. Awesome. I am going to go home and paint a bunch of nail polish, paint a bunch of matchsticks with nail see polish. See if that and works. See if it works. Not okay. that it matters. I'm not going camping in the rain. I but you could show your second and third graders the trick. Yeah, fire. Because mm-hmm. you've probably got some little pirate maniacs I'm in gonna, your class. I'm going to show them all kind of cool fire starting tricks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's a good. But I saw one that you could just throw crumbled up Doritos. Mm. That makes a good. Fire I'm giving starter. these all ones. I'm taking Me too. my matches. <laughs> one, one, one to all those. Yep, Vaseline on cleaning pads that you throw in the fire. Yeah, I heard you could coat your cotton balls with Vaseline too. Like oh. the amount of trouble these people are going to to figure <laughs> out how to start a fire. You know, just bring some fire starting stuff. Stuff that's made for that. <laughs> Anyway, it's more fun, I guess, to do it their way. I had a life hack that I used this week. I had a house sitter while I was at the beach, and I took pictures of all the things that I wanted, all the plants I wanted him to water, and where I wanted him to put the mail, and et cetera, where he could find the keys to the shed. I just took pictures and texted them to him. Yeah, that's one of my life hacks I use all the time, is just taking pictures of business cards and taking pictures of everything. And it's taken me a while to remember, like to get that into my psyche. But the kids do it. Like, that's how they remember everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. just sending pictures right and left rather than trying to explain. Well, it was just so easy instead of saying to him, there's two plants outside, and if it drops below 30, blah, blah, right. please cover them with the adult bib. Mm-hmm. Next use of the adult <laughs> bib. Well, I've got one I use to, when I clean my microwave, and that's to run some hot, some water in there for a minute before I clean it. Do you guys do that? Then no, everything wipes off so easily. I like that. You just throw the water in there, or you put it in a glass. You put it in a <laughs> water. You put it in a glass. You could even do a little tablespoon <laughs> of vinegar in there, and then you've got your. You know, it's really easy to clean. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm gonna do that. I'm giving it a four. I, it a four I need too. to do that right now because my son's been visiting for uh-huh. ten days, and what is it with sons you know i mean there's literally pad thai all over the i know and i don't have a son how would i know (laughs) (laughs) oh i know i have a husband you have a husband (laughs) oh so i read today though that you could also put a little cup of water in your microwave when you microwave your pizza and then the crust will come out not chewy Save that again. I don't see how that works. I don't either, but I'm curious because I never heat pizza in the microwave because it 
destroys the crust. But this says if you put a little cup of water in there with it. So it's worth sacrificing maybe a half a piece of pizza to see if that works. Okay. Okay. So we'll see. I already had pizza this week at the beach. Okay. So it'll be take me. By the time I have pizza again, I will have forgotten this. Will you call me? Mm-hmm. Text me next time you're cooking pizza, and I'll remind you. Send me a picture of the pizza. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. I, what I else saw, you got? I saw some hacks on where to hide your money. Oh, good. That'll um, be a real important it, one. It's, it was a cute <clears throat> thing because it was this couple who evidently don't trust each other, and so they were hiding money from each other all over the house. <laughs> so this one, the woman, that first is so of cute. All, <clears throat> the woman, first of all, she takes a bar of soap, she drills into it, and then she rolls up the money into mm-hmm. the soap and then puts something on the other end. So she has that hit. And so her husband doesn't shower. Well. Or use soap. She has her own soap. Okay. And then hiding your money under your hairbrush, you can take the bottom out of your hairbrush and put the money in there and then put it back. Oh, okay. So that was another one they did. And then they... I would forget every place I had put money. Then they put their money... Then she put her money in a lipstick tube that was almost empty. Mm-hmm. And then she rolled it up and put it in the tube and put it oh. in her, her cosmetics so he would never wear the lipstick. Never. But then he... She knew he had found some of her money... So he was in the bathroom, and he said, oh, I'm in the bathroom. So he took the toilet paper thing, not the toilet paper, the, the metal thing that holds the roll. Oh, uh-huh. He took out the inside, put the money in there. Oh. Is this life hates or life hacks? <laughs> this is life hacks. <laughs> I think like you <laughs> typed in accidentally life hates. And you could also hide. The way to treat you person. Could, you could put <laughs> your money in your iPhone holder. This, you know, oh, these oh. poor rich people have so many problems. That I was know. a big theme in Breaking Bad is where to hide all that money. Yeah, they yes. would have to have drilled a lot of soap. A lot. <laughs> what what kind of things do you guys hide from your significant others? I hide everything. My everything. Yeah. Like I always poor Joe, he's like, Do you know where there's a hammer? I'm like, Mm-hmm. I know where there's a wire cutter. I know where there's some scissors. Oh, <laughs> Wayne is tell you. Orga- my husband's very organized. Do you think he way. hides things from you? Oh yeah. I'm sure he does. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm the sure. marijuana for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't smoke anymore. He he has edibles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's see. I like this this one, and uh, I don't think you'll find it online because I invented it. And that is, I have a lot of dishes that are handmade by artists, and so they're not your normal shapes. And they're it would be a shame if they're expensive. So if they broke, it'd be a shame. Uh, so I every time I get a padded envelope from Amazon. I put my little mm-hmm. party dishes in there that I use and stack them. Mm-hmm. But then you have to remember they're there, so you don't go. No, I, <laughs> no I know they're there because I, I do it all the time. I keep them at, under the now my real dishes that we out, eat out of every day. Of course, I would never do this, but the really I don't know. Maybe not everyone has funky dishes for parties, but I do. That's cool. And they're in Amazon envelopes. Well, that's. I mean, you got to have something to do with those because I like. We end up saving those, but for what? We don't send out that many packages. You can so give you can give them to um, my friend that has an eBay business. Okay, I'll just keep saving them then. Yeah. So I've ribbed on my husband a little bit in this podcast, but I do have the life hack to a successfully to a successful marriage of to have had to stay together in your marriage. Do y'all want to hear it? Yes. Yes, I think we need for it. Sure. <laughs> okay, here it is. And everybody in the listening off off. The secret to staying married is to not get divorced. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was... You're welcome. (laughs) That's my life hack. We're going on 30-something years. 
Oh, Gail don't like me clicking my pencil. Well, I'm afraid it's being picked up on the microphone. Yes, see, see, audience, what I have to put up with. I, I did find a few drawing hacks that, okay. um, and many of them I, I kind of knew. But one that I really <laughs> didn't think of that much is to photograph all your work at, in sunlight because it's the best light yeah. you can get. You know, instead of having an elaborate, you know, if you can move whatever you're photographing, you know, and watch for shadows. Another one that I had a friend that drew all the time in ballpoint pen. And it really is an excellent thing if you want to get subtle shading because mm -hmm. the ballpoint pen doesn't make a permanent. It, it's like you can, you know, yeah, kind scritch, of, scritch with it. Yeah. And, and, and that, you know, I had forgotten about that. And I've got to tell my Ollie drawing class, I've got to get them some little ballpoint pens because I've taken them my pen. Your tool, tool pens. But this one, you know, if they really wanted to get like lighter grays, the ballpoint work really yeah. good. Okay. Hmm, that is good. Well, I have one left and it okay. involves clothes. And, and when I was talking about my carbon footprint, it's going to be large because I'm a clothes freak. So I have lots of things to worry about with clothes. But I'm glad I'm not. <coughs> oh, yeah, Margie. Margie <laughs> just has her own clothes line. But um, anyway, I wear a lot of sports bras because I go to Tai Chi and go to swimming in the morning. And so when I open the drawer with all the sports bras, I think, which one of these have I worn? Cause, <laughs> you know? Don't you have your little back to the wear? No, I turn them inside out if I've worn them. <laughs> there you go. So I can look at my drawer and go, I can wear that one. It doesn't stink. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, right, it's time for us to close out, but I bet you we have a mystic moment we could share. Who's got a mystic moment? I've, I've got a very serious one. Okay. Uh, it's not a joke, so y'all don't laugh and don't rate it. I went to a <clears throat> beautiful music thing. I don't know what you'd call it, but it was a pianist who reminded me a little bit of Liberace. But uh, y'all don't probably even know who that is out there. But he was Dutch from the Netherlands, but now he lives in the United States. He did a program uh, at our big Methodist church here along with an orchestra. And the orchestra was made up of our Auburn Community Orchestra some of the university people, and the Columbus Orchestra. So it was a huge orchestra. There must have been 25 violins and violas, including Mystic Mary's daughter, Emma. Emmy. Emma. And, um, but the artist's name was Jean, Jean, Jan. What would that be? Jan? I don't Jan. Know. Jan. Jan Mulder. I went, I, I was invited to go, and I went, and it was the most beautiful music I've ever heard in my whole life. I didn't even know what to think about it. It was amazing. And so the next day I called one of my friends in the orchestra, and she's been in many orchestras. She's a well-known flute player, flautist. And I called her to thank her for her part in this. And I said, I've never seen anything quite this beautiful and heard anything quite this beautiful. And she said, me either. Wow. Wow. So it, it was amazing to me. And I'm not very musical. As y'all know, you've probably heard my woes over trying to learn to play the keyboard. And it is seriously a woe. So I'm not a musical person, but I was totally impressed. Yay. That sounds wonderful. My mystic moment was to get a glimpse and get be, to be able to hug our, uh, our mystic Marion. Yay. Who escaped from her caretaking duties of her 
aged parents and was able to come to this art opening that Gail that was my mystic moment too i got to hug her i know and i mean and she looks fantastic you know she's she's surviving this really arduous task of caring for your parents parents while continuing to have your own life well yeah nobody can actually stop what they're doing so and she and she was actually wearing one of my dresses. Well, no wonder oh, she looks she? so gorgeous. Uh-huh. She had them with an owl on. Oh, she sure did. Uh-huh. And she looked glamorous. She was. Yeah. If y'all have not uh, inquired about uh, Mystic Margie's line of clothing, just say so on our, what, our website? Our Facebook yeah. page. Our Facebook we don't page. do anything with our website. <laughs> our Facebook page. And I'm sure I have no doubt in my mind that Margie will be getting in touch with you. Yeah. It's www.margiebr.com. That's com. And if you want to inquire about the adult adult bibs, uh, you'll have to do that on the Mystic Facebook page. So my Mystic moment was I was reading a book by Frances Mays called A Place in the Sun, and it's just not a place in the sun, (laughs) a place in the world. And it's about the whole idea of home. And it's great. She's lived in a lot of interesting places, but it's not just, it's, it's more broad than just the actual physical places where you live. It's a beautiful book. Well, what is the name of the book? A Place in the World. Oh, A Place in the World. Okay. Yes. Did you, um, what else did she write? The, under the, Tucson, under the Tuscan sun. Tuscan, Tuscan, and yeah. then not, she's, not the Tucson sun. Yeah. Tuscan. yeah. <laughs> she's got several books about Tuscany and also some, um, my I love her book called Under Magnolia, just about growing up in the South, and also because she does a lot of talking about my mama, which is really Where fun. is she from? She's from Fitzgerald, Georgia. Ah. And, but she and mama were college friends. But anyway. Was I'm, this book beautiful to you because you have this relationship with no, her? No, you know, it was a beautifully, I mean, it's a beautiful book, and the whole idea of, of home and, you know, where you land is powerful, powerful anyway. So it's a really, it's a good book altogether. And I'm not alone in that. She's a best-selling author. But I was reading it, and I put it down to go, I don't know, get coffee or something, and I picked up my phone, and my Twitter, on Twitter, I pretty much follow authors or people having something to do with writing, and somebody said, oh, I'm reading this best book, and she, the person took a picture of the page that she was reading from the book, and it was the same page that I was reading when I put the book down. Oh, that is a mystic moment. it was fabulous. It's a mystic moment. That was mystic. Okay, so... This rounds us to the end, folks. Yes. And if we would like to hear your life hacks. So I'm speaking to... Oh, by the way, let's dedicate this to Bartholomew because our fan, Bartholomew, asked one day, do you guys have any suggestions for a better living? Because, yeah, it's time. So yes, that's definitely. it. That's, Thank you, know. you for remembering that. Yeah, yeah. So go for it, Bartholomew. Write, a, write, write the hacks and share yours. And everybody remember... Sure. Be, Be the, the flame. flame, not the moth, not, not the, the moth. moth. <laughs>